What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. How are you? Good morning. This? It's a podcast. Why do you worry about how your hair looks? Why are you worried about how your hair looks because on the podcast? Because we do a little the teaser videos, and you know what? Sometimes I'm looking a little whacked. I look like I'm going to the snow. It looks like you haven't showered in a couple of days. What? what? <laughs> Just wow. <laughs> Listen, okay. So, oh my God, so much. I haven't showered talk. today yet. But. You haven't? I shower every morning, every night. Listen. I do one or two times a day. Depends. The once. Sometimes twice. You do once. Always sometimes you once, skip a sometimes day. Tw- never skip. Never Some people do that. You know, they skip a I day. Know, I've never skipped a day. I will die. No, I can't. Listen, so so many things to talk about, but I want to start with a couple of things. I might need some therapy from you. You need therapy all the time. What do you I mean? do not, but this time is very specific. From me? What are you talking I mean, I don't know if I'll follow your... <laughs> but I want, I, want to, I want to see what you have to say about it, and I, I need you to have some compassion because I'm actually very affected by it. So, you know, what? I want to talk about haters. I want to talk about online hate. What? And just haters. What does that have to do with therapy for me? I'm not No, because I, I'm like, I'm really affected and I'm, I'm actually very sad. 
Your hair's all messed up. I know, right? Should I just if go If you're back? worried about your hair, it's all messed up. Yeah, I know. So let me go back. To okay, this. online haters. I'm going to repeat. Yes, we're going to talk about haters, online hater, haters, people <laughs> that, um, as a job, I guess, they just love to sit down behind a computer. Oh, I don't know if it's a job. And just, I mean, I don't, but you know, I'm just being sarcastic. You know that they feel that they are being heard and they... And I get, Again, social important. media has empowered people. Yeah, exactly. To bully. So it empowers them to be bullies. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you something. We are very blessed that we have a lot of followers and, and fans, you know, and people that support our career and family. And it's awesome, you know, and I like social media a little bit more than you. And especially with this show that I'm doing now that I just finished, Mira Quien Baila, the last episode, the, the finale mm-hmm. is this Sunday. Um, it's the first time that I judge a whole TV show that I'm not acting, so I'm not masking myself behind a character. So it's actually me as Ross, just like people know, like getting to know me, right? Specifically for the Latino market, you know, I don't work in Spanish a lot. This is my first time doing this in Spanish. I went in with so much love and excitement, and don't get me wrong, I've had, I have had an incredible time. I love every second of it. Why? Because it's a beautiful production. And I love dancing, and the the quality of dancing that I that I was able to see every week was overwhelming and just exquisite. So that part of it was life. Okay. Get to the haters. I thought that. I I, I didn't think. I, I, let me just rephrase that. I know, I did my best, and I enjoyed it, and I think I did a fantastic fantastic job okay get to the haters but i guess univision their audience is very specific and very like hardcore you know they're like very they're very strong which well, is the show's been on for quite some time you're, ten, ten, you're a ten newbie years, 10 years you're a yeah. new face so and it becomes very going back to the latino demographic it becomes very competitive between countries so you have the Puerto Rican and you have the Mexicans and you have the... What? I don't know if our listeners... Well, some of our listeners might understand that, but you know, there is a lot of infighting within the Latino culture that I've learned yeah. since I've been with Rosalind that, you know, just because Latinos are all Latinos, they don't always all... See, they don't see things eye to eye because they come from completely different countries, different backgrounds, so to speak. And often in American culture... It's assumed that, oh, they're Latinos. They must all just get along. And it's not no. quite the same. They don't support each other's endeavors, which no, is one of the things no. we're trying to crack in Hollywood. We're, we're trying. trying to... We're trying. And I think I, I pride myself as being somebody that is incredibly supportive of women. I love female empowerment. I think uh, the, he said, ella dijo, listeners, I'm sure they have noticed, you know, that I, and I love I love talented people. What happened with the haters? So you know what? The comments, and I don't know why I did this because I don't like I don't point. usually read comments, but I'm going what do you to mean you don't usually read comments. You always read comments. I see you no, scrolling through your Instagram no, comments I all don't, the time. No, I don't, but I don't answer, I don't engage like that. Anyways, of course, my page, when I post something about this show, all I get is love and people love it and, and everything is positive. But then when I go to the media Mira Quien Baila page, <sighs> Eric Winter. It's been so hurtful just against you no they against a lot of people but with me it's like i'm, give me I'm, an I'm example. shocked give me an example so you know what there's there are two really strong see if you're reading into this too no much. i'm not reading into it if you read it they're like you they're like saying they're you need like therapy from me i need so therapy from you they are sweeping the floor with I, me. I, I didn't i'm not i didn't write i didn't write these posts no but listen 
the two strong contestants, right? Uh-huh. All the eight, the eight participants were fantastic, but there are two, a Puerto Rican mm-hmm. and a Mexican girl. This is going to take the entire podcast. Yes, I don't care. Story. This is very important Speed to me. Speed it up. Anyways, <laughs> they're incredible dancers. So there's this like little Puerto Rican-Mexican rivalry because of course, Boricuas want one to win and the Mexicans uh-huh. want the other. So Mexicans believe that I'm jealous of this girl, that I'm always critiquing her, that it's so obvious that I'm all about the Puerto Rican. This has is the win- Has the winner been announced? Not yet. Sunday. And da, 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 da. and then the Puerto Ricans think that I don't support the Puerto Rican enough because I, I'm like kissing the other one's ass. I mean, I am so confused when all I'm doing is trying to do my best. But you got to understand. People say like, why is she judging? She doesn't know anything about dancing. She has never danced. And I feel like going, listen, mother. You know what I mean? Listen, you bitch. Google me. And shed the hell. You know, like I, I get really heated because I just go, I've been doing this for 30 years, guys. I don't should be proving anything to anybody. And I, I treat these participants with so much love and so much respect because I'm, I love you, being there. And it's really affecting me because I just go, what, what is happening? You can't please everyone, number one. Number two, of course, these people are going for the one that represents their country. So they're going to critique your judging across the board, trying to be neutral. They want their favorite to win. No, but that, but you don't do. I don't understand how. Are people they not have... critiquing any of the other judges? Paulina Rubio didn't get any critiques. No, I mean I'm the sure she does, but not a lot. Critiques? Well, so now people like get a little weird because, um, yeah, they critique everybody, but with me, it's been this vendetta, and of course, it's not the Puerto Ricans. It's not. What I mean, mean, there's just a, a couple of Puerto Ricans, just of course being ridiculous. Um. But I feel I'm very, I'm really hurt because I have loved the experience and I love these dancers and I praise them and I do it with respect and grace. And I am severely confused to the point that I don't want to do it again. I said, I might as well just, I'm just going to act, even though people keep calling me to host and to judge because they happen to think that I'm really good at it. And I love it. And I do my okay. best. I don't understand the. Okay. Should I stop reading comments? Yes, that's that's your advice thing. to me. The first thing is stop reading this BS. Somebody's always there to critique somebody. You're the new face, especially. Look, I mean, you don't know if it's people that are rooting, like you said, if they're rooting for the Mexican um, contestant to win, and these are people from Mexico. Pauline Rubio is Mexican, right? The other Isaac judge is Mexican. Is Mexican. As Mexican. Well. Of course, they're not going to have a problem with this. I feel two. we are all doing a really you. good job. Yeah, Paulina but these are just people Isaac trying to nitpick and find things to talk about, just like we happen to do sometimes on He Said Adio. We talk no. about a show and we're like, uh, I, I think this this is ridiculous. Well, somebody created that show. Somebody did that project. Somebody put it together. Maybe, so, but I don't. Know, I don't feel that I just hide behind a computer and just spill venom and just disrespect. And I, I don't. I will never in a million years do that. I know, but these are these are what trolls online do. That is their job. It's, so like have discovered said. is a pet peeve of mine. But it's I a, can't <laughs> stand it. I don't think anybody likes. And it. I never do because I've, I've always been very secure. I don't care what people think. I don't care about anything. Why would but anybody I was like? like oh! Why would anybody like online bullying or anybody like rude, mean comments online? Now the I get all these girls is, that go into depressions and they just have to get off social media yeah. because it starts, they start judging themselves yeah. and their persona just based on what people think. It's really it bad. It I am. I'm going to let it go. I just wanted to vent. are beneath you. You did a fantastic job. You crushed it. Everybody on the show was happy. You you had a great time. That's all that matters. You don't let p- online trolls take away your thunder for anybody. They it's, took it's it like, away. I allowed stupid. them to do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't allow me. that. 
Because so at I the end was of the like, day, oh my God, do I deserve this? I've been nothing but graceful. I love this. Look, it shows the, the that Puerto you're Rican, human. the Mexicans. I love them all. I praise them. Of course, I'm judging. So if I see something wrong, I'm going to say it. I'm it, not saying it with look, malice. I don't say it to hurt them. Letting it bother you shows you're human, which is a good thing. It bothers anybody. It have no, destroyed you know, me. But you've got to move on from it. These are I people know. that have nothing better to do. Now, why did you say you need therapy with me? I'm confused. I just wanted. I, I just wanted. I just wanted no therapy. Oh, you I mean just, you wanted me to be a therapist in the situation? Girl, correct. Oh, you said you needed a break from me, like to have therapy about no, me. No, 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 no. I mean, like oh, I want. I wanted you to serve as so my therapist confused. and 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 walk me out of the ledge. Did I just say walk that? you off the ledge, <laughs> and it's spew venom, not spill venom. What? You said spill venom. It's spew, spill venom. Spew venom. What is spew? Like coming out of your mouth. Like oh, spilling it. Well, spew venom. And but listen, walk, talk the me the day, off the ledge. At the end of the day, I guess you understand what people go through. And what I've been trying to tell you, tell you is stop with the obsession with social media. It doesn't define who you are. It, it is doesn't. literally people posting but this their time, best you know versions why, of You know themselves. what I think it is, Eric? Because I don't do a lot of stuff in Spanish. You know, I'm never available. And I have made my career here, like working in the English market. So when I do things in Spanish, when I host the Latin Grammys, when I when I did Amas de Mujer, when I do little things in, for the Latino audience, for mm -hmm. them to understand that Spanish is my first language, is my love. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Puerto Ricans know that, people in the Caribbean know that, but all the other markets, you know, in Spain, in, in Mexico, in South America, Central America, they know me, but sometimes they're like, uh, um, oh my gosh, you speak Spanish? Yeah, I do. So I'm doing this, because I care about that market so much. And I and I, and you people tell me, why are you doing that? You don't have to be doing that. Because I want to, because I love it. And then when you don't feel appreciated, when you think you've done your best, it I'm just very confused. Okay. That's all. But you it's gotta, okay. You gotta let it go. You gotta move on. All right. Let it go. Give me the first let's talk about another topic. But I'm clearly I'm this glad wasn't important to you. Clearly what? this no, wasn't important to you. It was very important. I'm no, glad I could serve as your therapist and I think I gave you well, good you didn't advice. Help a lot. I said, let All you it go. said was let it go. Yeah, what else, I know that. What else can you do? Block them. Be a therapist. Take a time out from social media. Yeah. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing. Right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California 
and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jojo Siwa slams Candace Cameron Burr's rude and hurtful comments on traditional marriage. Oh, God. Yeah, we, can't, we, we talked about that the other night when we saw that come out. Um. Yeah. I don't Is know. there anything wrong with Candace choosing to work with a network that aligns with her values? I think 
there's nothing wrong with someone choosing to work with a network that aligns with their personal values. However, I don't think it was necessary for the her comment. to come out and make a comment yeah. about how what this thing you have a public platform, right? So her personal values and in your people are allowed to not agree with your values and you not agree with their values. Mm-hmm. People should have that freedom to agree or disagree. But when That's you democracy, use, when you, you have you freedom of speech. Your, true. When you use your platform to come out there and say, uh, you know, I'm choosing this network because we're focusing on traditional marriage and not being open to um, other forms of marriage that are out there now um, that Hallmark is even tapping into. I just don't know that that was necessary to come out and make the comment. Like you're going to hurt people. You're going to offend people. Why make that comment? You chose to go to a different network. Because it aligns with her values. But then just go go to the network that you chose to go to and shoot the things that you want to do. Yeah, but I'm sure she doesn't want to feel like she's, she's trying censored. to bring, you know, she, she doesn't want to feel censored and she's trying to draw publicity for anybody who also doesn't, you know, wants traditional marriage type shows to come and say, oh, come over to this network and watch it. She's trying to draw those viewers over to her network, which <clears throat> there are just other ways of doing it. So you think it was a pre- premeditated um, um, comment? Like she knew what she was going to open oh, up? Oh, I'm sure she knew the can of worms that it would stir for sure, that it would open up. Um, or the pot. I, I just mixed up two things like you. The pot that it would stir, the can of worms that you would open. What do you um, say? I say can of worms that you'd stir, which is a mess. Okay. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm sure rubbing, she, I'm rubbing off on you. I'm sure she knew the repercussions. Um, I just think she could have held those comments to herself. Listen, no, I don't no know point. her personally, but I have a good friend of mine that is really close to her. And all I have ever heard is beautiful, wonderful things about this girl. So it's very unfortunate that um, she's going through this because I'm sure she's not comfortable with the backlash. Although I do understand the backlash because like you said, nowadays, these times, you know, when it's all about inclusion, you know, and the mm-hmm. LGBT community has worked so hard to feel represented and included and accepted mm-hmm. and for somebody within the media that is actually very loved mm-hmm. because she's like the perfect girl next door. She's just Fam- America. Family shows. Family shows. Life. America's sweetheart. To say that, I understand how they feel. Like, why are we taking five steps backwards? But at the same time, I, I get it. That, that's what she truly believes. That's what's inside her core. So she just said it. You know? Yeah. But I mean, and then she'll have is. to face the repercussions of saying it. I just think, you know, she can go work with whatever network she wants to work with, but it don't sucks. make those comments. I feel bad. I feel I feel bad for everybody involved. Yeah. Not okay. Necessary. So Mark Wahlberg toned down exercise regime. Actor reveals he now sleeps Regiment. in what? Regime. Regime. Yeah. I said it right. Yeah. Regime. Uh, en español es régimen. Mm-hmm. I could have said régimen. Actor reveals he now sleeps in until 3.30 a.m. and fasts for 18 hours a day. But sleeps in until 3.30 a.m. That's crazy as it is. Sleeps in until 3.30 a.m. What time was he getting up before? I don't know, but I'm assuming he goes to bed at 7 p.m. Uh, I don't think so. He has, he's a husband uh, and I, I has mean, kids and he works. He might. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, know, I don't know why. I mean, this intermittent fasting is, you know, we tried it. I tried it once for but a I while. But I think 18 hours is a lot. I think, I think it's usually 16 hours. It's not 18 hours. I think before I had a nine-hour window to eat, if no, I'm not mistaken. more than that. It's more than that. I think it's 16 hours. Uh, hmm? No, no. The fasting part. The, you, only, you can eat for a certain period well, of time. Well, he's only eating ate. for six hours. And you can eat anything you want for six hours and then stop eating. I don't know. You know, some people yeah. swear by it. This, this fasting type of If it was nine thing. hours, it's a 15-hour fast for me. I'm um, so confused, Eric. You know what? 
like who who is telling the truth you know especially because you know social oh. media and, and the internet everything is so accessible information yes. is so accessible and everybody wants to be an influencer and everybody's a nutritional expert mm -hmm. and everybody is like uh, mushrooms are the next big thing and they're medicinal you don't have to deal with conventional western medicine i am so confused and i follow all these people that i find fascinating and there's this new guy that works in biohacking mm -hmm. and he has this product and anyways he talks so much about veganism and how vegan, people uh, vegan, veganism veganism yeah mm -hmm. and you know i'd love i mean listen i'm not doing the vegan pescatarian anymore i'm introducing a little bit of chicken a little by little because my stomach is a mess and i'm thinking what am i doing wrong maybe it's this whole vegan type of thing and i don't know i'm confused Extreme, the point is extremes are bad he is talking about the importance of human beings we're supposed to eat meat and he everything is scientific, scientifically proven but then you talk to a vegan person and they go like don't let it, I, it's so confusing. Like, it, what do we do? Well, it's just like you sent me the thing the other day on on social media. Again, you getting your news from there. And it's like, I, don't what? eat kale. Kale's now bad for you. It has no, but I believe that. Raw kale is bad for you. Raw. I believe that. There was just like three other things they said are bad for how, you. Raw. Think how 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 difficult it must well, be for your digestive long, system uh, to digest. Okay, but how long raw were we vegetables taught, like that? We were taught forever that kale was a superfood, and that whole video I don't, was I don't think quite it, the contrary. Yeah. Kale is not. But there's a another guy that I follow that is super super into natural um, homeopathic medicine, and he says, you know what, kale was the vegetable that was used at freaking buffets at Ponderosa and Sizzler to to decorate the the trays that was kale and now people have drank the Kool-Aid that kale is a superfood when anyone is when it's very difficult to digest but so is who it, is telling me the truth that's my point I, I any of these things like you look at it you you, you kind of just got to eat a balanced diet and do your best I think there's no no one of these things is the complete truth it doesn't make sense Anyway, do you want to do what Mark Wahlberg is doing? I thought about going back to intermittent fasting. You did? Why not? It's, I mean, look, I can eat, I kind of do anyways. I can I can eat a good amount of food within nine hours. I wouldn't do as long as him, but nine hours and I can fast the rest. I think I can do that. Maybe. What about you? I can do, but I don't know if I can do 16. I can probably not eat. Nine, to, nine and 15 off. You can do that. What? You, eat it, nine and not eat 15? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, it's hard though. Why? Because with our lifestyle, it's very, it's very difficult. The hard part is that if, like, you if you're going to go out to five, dinner, yeah, gonna, dinners, yeah. and then when you're working, your call times and things change, and you're working and you're burning calories, and you get you get super like it was happening to Paulina Rubio. Paulina, one of the judges, she's doing the intermittent what intermittent fasting, fasting, and our call time was like eight in the morning, and she was not a morning person type of thing, so she would take the kids to school and I guess go and rest again. But now we had to go do this. And she's like, I'm struggling because I'm doing this fasting and I'm not supposed to eat until 12 noon. But by 12, like she was like, I'm, I, well, I can't even think straight. That's if you want to eat from 12 until like nine, right? If you're going to do nine hours. So it's, it's, that's the, that's the big, the catch is like, what's going to work for so your, it's, it's, it's difficult for people like for your lifestyle. Very, I mean, I can do it. I just, you know, I, I wouldn't wait till it's 12. It's supposed to be good for you and you lose weight and you lose the belly fat and da 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 but who knows? As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks 
for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. 
His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. I'm Tyler Florence. And I'm Wells Adams. We're the hosts of the new podcast, Two Dudes in the Kitchen. And you might be asking yourself, why do these guys have a podcast? Because we love food. Yep. You and I have known each other for a while. We got a chance to click together on television on Food Network back in the day. And uh, I got to tell you, there's no two better guys that are more equipped to take you guys on a journey through the kitchen. It's all about great recipes. It's all about connecting with fantastic techniques and having a great time while you're doing it. This is a podcast for you, for you to call in to give us your feedback and we're here to answer your questions kind of get those kitchen burners fired up i got a lot of questions just because i'm not nearly as good of a chef as you are so i'm going to be asking you a lot of questions and you guys out there can ask them as well it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to learn a lot and you know what most importantly we're going to eat good we're going to eat good man eat good in the neighborhood man we're here for you listen to two dudes in a kitchen on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts Parenting questions of the week. We have talked about it. Huh? We have talked about that parenting question many times. We have. When are we going to have the talk with Sabella about sex? I'm going to talk. I'm going to have it at 11, and she's turning 11 yeah. in two months. So it's going to happen very soon. It's going to happen soon. I would say. It's going to happen. Yeah, you know, maybe summer going into sixth grade. I told you what I was talking with somebody, the family member, about another family member saying that she's going. She is now. She started college. She's. The youngest from all the roommates, there are four girls living at this apartment, mm-hmm. and and she's confiding in her mom that one of them, since the since the, the school started, since the semester started, she has slept with seven boys from campus, and what grade? No college, first first oh, year college, freshman yeah. in college. Oh, 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 they're still eighteen, nineteen. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seven, and of course, it's like one a month right now. That's more than one of them. And, and, more, and then, of course, my, my friend that is receiving this information from her daughter flipped out and now doesn't want the girl to live with those roommates anymore because she's the youngest one and she doesn't want to be influenced and da 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 And she lost her bananas. And I said, I get it. I will lose, I'll be losing my bananas as well. If Sebella comes from yeah. saying my roommate has slept with seven men yeah. uh, in two months, I'm like, you're out of there. Or I'm going to talk to your roommate. Do girls brag about that stuff just like men do? I guess so. Men do? Oh, yeah. Men brag about that stuff all the no, time. No. For do? sure. Like how yeah. many people they have for sure. slept with? A hundred percent. Disgusting. Like a badge of honor. Really? Yeah. In college and stuff like that? Oh, for sure. <laughs> if it was in college, a guy would be like, yeah, dude, I, I, I smashed it. I was with like seven seven girls, eight girls, whatever, in this period of time. For sure. I, okay. I didn't know that girl. I didn't think girls Look, would I, do that. I, but maybe I nowadays they Plenty do. of girls do. I just didn't know that that was as big of a conversation. I didn't know that either. I don't think when I was in college, you would talk about that. Especially not me. For me, like sex was like taboo and it's like something that is like, you don't, it's private and 
if my mom finds out, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not like nowadays that is like, so none of your girlfriends would talk to you about that kind of stuff. Like how many partners they've had no. and like, in a, in a gossipy fun kind of a way, it would always no. just be like, if a if question came up, they'd tell you, but there wasn't a gossip. I don't think so. Oh, I, yeah. I don't remember. No, men are totally different with that. Ugh. Totally different. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, like they'll size up everything, accomplishments, like in, yeah. in a sense. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I had a, an amazing conversation with Chris Lee, this, um, emotional is intelligence um, coach life coach and we're talking about like upbringing and, and that talking about the, the sex talk um nowadays and blah 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 why are you talking about sex with a life coach because we were talking about my upbringing and my mom and the way my mom is and the conversation that i had with my dad i was mm. i was sharing with him this incredible conversation that i had with my my dad and blah, 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 blah. so we started talking about that and i said my mom confided in me that 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 topic was taboo her whole life because my grandma never said anything. And I was like, yeah, the same way you didn't tell me anything, mm -hmm. you know? So it was like generational, which is what I'm not going to do with Sebi. I want to explain everything to Sebi so she doesn't have to learn it like me when I was in the bathroom in sixth grade from a friend. No, for sure. You my know? parents both had the conversation with me for sure. He said to me, but the like deep inside in your like subconscious, do you think to you having sex has a bad connotation to it? Right. And I was like, you know, that's really interesting because I grew up with three brothers and I was the youngest one and the only girl. So I was always very sheltered. Although I saw the list of women that I saw going in and out at my house, it was like a revolving door. Imagine three good looking guys. But I can't imagine they were having sex in your house. Oh, your, yeah. Your parents wouldn't have, wouldn't have. It wasn't a problem. With your mom either? My mom didn't love it, but they will go to their bedroom. Yeah, they will have sex. Yeah. Really? It was really crazy, but it was boys. So that's what boys do. So my father would celebrate Even in high it. school or college? I think age? in high school because Franco started dating L LB when she was he, 12 he, and he was 16. Even I would have to be super. But I remember that, that the whole thing was, I would see them. I would see all these women in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. Right. But my mom would always tell me, if I ever, if I ever hear that you went to someone's house, um, house and you went to their bedroom. If I ever, it's like, it was always like threatening me that whatever I was seeing, I was not going to ever do a repeat because she will kick the shit out of me, right? Mm -hmm. Never hit me because my, mother, my mom never did that. But like really threatening me saying, if I ever, si yo me entero, si yo me entero, you right? So I saw it my whole life, but I don't, I, I can do that. And I don't do that. And that's not right type of thing. So, so did know? sex become a negative connotation to you? Um, I never thought about it that way, but now that I think about it, I just go, yeah, maybe it's very possible that to me it's like, it's not something that is supposed to be super pleasurable and it's a good thing. It's something that is like, you, uh, you have to be careful and it's just not, it's not that it's not good. It has a weird connotation to it. Well, we need to change that <laughs> mentality. <laughs> Dude, Time you, for you to mature together, at 49 years old. We've been together for 17 years. I think it's a little... You've been Time dealing with it. For you you've been change, dealing with it for a long time. You, you're going time. to a life coach, so clearly you're trying to change your life. Uh, I didn't go to my life coach for sex. Well, you're, just not, happened, I hope you're not the going in for sex. Happened. If you're going in for sex, we got a real problem. <laughs> I hope you're not going to Should a Should I go that. to a sex therapist? But no, I'm saying that if he's brought this up and you're realizing something about your life and you're trying to change all these other aspects of your life... Why wouldn't you change that? Change that aspect. Well, it was my first coaching. Don't. Give me a break. Okay. Well, good chat with you today. Hopefully, we can get you to change your mind. Oh my god. Till next time. Till next time. Love you. Love you.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, ella dijo, or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, ella dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 españolcom Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.